beautiful souls. Here's a preview of today's discussion. And I was just like, no, no, like there's too much here. We need to like, and and luckily, because not everyone would get listened to, you know what I mean? But because we had that connection, like they listened and, and again, they kept saying, and we're sure it's for nothing, blah, 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 but we'll, we'll go the extra mile and, and look. And thank goodness they did. Yeah. Okay, friends. So the angels kept waking me up and showing me a large group of people who feel really stuck right now. They asked me to create a free three-day online conference. We've never done this before. Packed with energy healings, clearings, abundance activations, and teachings all channeled by the angels, all so that you can enter 2024 feeling renewed, connected, and aligned. Your angels are calling it Angel Fest 2024, and they promise this event is the shift and transformation you've been looking for. Plus, it's absolutely free. Everything will be recorded so you can tune in at your convenience. And here's an exciting bonus. We're offering free readings to five lucky registrants who leave a five-star positive review of this podcast. Don't miss this divine opportunity. Reserve your spot right now at theangelmedium.com backslash free. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Friends, today we have Joanne on the podcast, and she's here to talk about a beautiful story of seeing signs from the other side. Joanne, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Hi, Julie. Hi, everybody. Hello. I'm going to have you take it away and share your story. Thank you so much. So I'm just longtime listener and and just sort of like by connecting to you and listening to all of everyone else share their stories. I've just always been like in tune to signs and signals and things from from just all around us. And this goes back before I even was introduced to you. But um, I was always kind of aware of, of just signs. And for me, butterflies, dragonflies, anything with wings were always a very symbolic thing for me. And I just didn't know what they meant or I didn't, but they would visit me and I would like, I just learned to sort of bless and release them and thank them for coming and, and not really get frustrated that I didn't understand what the visit was about. I would just say, thank you. And I see you and I, you know, I'm, I'm aware. And so that was always kind of what I did. So busy life, you know, raising two daughters, have a husband and we had, um, I always say it was sort of the party house because we had a large estate home and and my family's large, my husband's family's large. So when we would entertain or have parties, we had an entire uh, system down in the basement where we'd bring up chairs and bring up tables and bring up, we could set up for to 50 people to dine with bringing up everything from downstairs. And so it was one of those days and it was, you know, if you know that, that energy of like getting ready and rushing and moving around. And so I'm at my kitchen sink and the first butterfly visits me and, and I, it was really like right up at the glass and, and lingered for a really long time. And like, I wasn't even in a good space. I wasn't in oneness. I was in like party mode planning and everything. And I was like, oh, hello. Thank you. Oh gosh. Thank you. Yes. I will take a breath. Thank you for visiting. And, and I blessed and released the butterfly. Not 20 minutes later, I'm coming up the stairs and there's a window in our stairwell and a different butterfly is outside that window, like trying to get my attention. And I go, 
I see you, but I'm carrying a heavy chair right now. So I'm going to keep moving. Thank you. Blessed and released and kept moving. Then I'm like, I go out to the front porch because we had a big front porch and we use that for entertaining. I'm setting things up out there. And a third butterfly comes and just comes onto the porch. And it's like staring at me. And I was just like, and I, I'm embarrassed to say, I'm like, what, 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 what? I feel like, what do you want? I don't understand. And so I go into the house and I'm just sort of a little bit like, what is going on today? And I see my husband sitting at the kitchen table, flushed with sweat, out of breath. And I was like, oh my God, what, what's the matter? Are you okay? What happened? He's like, I don't know. I just was coming up the stairs with the table and I'm just like, I can't breathe. I can't catch my breath. I don't, I don't feel right. I was like, okay, let me get you a glass of water and blah, blah. And like, I was a volleyball coach for 20 years and just sort of raised with four brothers. And it's very common for me to be like, walk it off. You're fine. Drink some water. You're okay. Let's go. Like, that's my normal kind of thing. But I was like, oh no, we're not what, like, wait. And so it made me stop. It made me be present. It made me be like, we're not messing around with this. And it's so unlike me. Like we are so not rushed to the doctor kind of people, but something, the energy of that day was like, call he had a very good friend who was a physician at a downtown philadelphia hospital i said call your friend and just see what he says should we go here should we go there and he was like come downtown i'll take care of you now that's like a 45 minute drive from where we live so i was very anxious and trust me i'm in prayer and i'm in you know energy and just kind of help us get him to the hospital in time and and we did and we got down there and they run all the tests in the er everything's fine you're fine. You're, you're all the time, you know, the EKG is fine. The cardiogram's fine. Everything's fine. And we're like, I'm like, no, like it's, it's not fine. And I literally like, you know, with the blessing of, of having an advocate in the hospital, I was like, I'm telling you, it's not fine. Like what I saw, this is not fine. His father dropped dead suddenly from a heart issue. His uncle dropped dead from a heart issue. His like, I was like, there's all this family history of people dropping dead. I was like, what else can you do? And he's like, it's probably for nothing. And we're going to run more tests tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. So they, because we insisted, they admitted him. And the widow maker artery called the widow maker, because people dropped it instantly when that's clogged was 98% blocked. So if we had left that hospital, or if we had not gone to that hospital, he wouldn't be with us. Now he's, it's five years later, he's still with us. He has stents in his heart. He has heart disease. We have to take care of him and all that stuff. But he is with us. And I just sort of in the past five years, his younger brother passed, which was tragic. His mother had passed. His father had passed. And I say to this day, I had three butterflies, and I believe them to be his mother, his father, and his brother, telling me to get him to the hospital. So I just, I get goosebumps talking about it. It's incredible. Well, and I totally get it. I mean, my dad um, passed uh, from that Widowmaker, and um, you cut out a little bit in there. So I just want to clarify a couple oh, of things so that sorry. everybody can like hear, because uh, I, I never know when the internet goes out, if like other people can hear it still, or if it's just me that like lost the sound. Um, but so you guys went in, they were going to release you at, when you yes. first went into the ER and just go home. And yes. you were like, no, 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 we have to stay. And because of yeah. your friend, they admitted you. Right. And that that is the truth. If we had gone to the local ER that was closer to us, there's no doubt in my mind, they would have sent us home. And I have an uncle who, again, inside of the past decade, had like a heart thing, went to the ER. They did the exact same thing. They sent him home. And the next night he died in his bed, died in his sleep from a heart, like just died. And so I had that also. And I was just like, 
no, no, like there's too much here. We need to like, and, and luckily, you know, it's because it, not everyone would get listened to, you know what I mean? But because right. we had that connection, like they listened and, and again, they kept saying, and we're sure it's for nothing, blah, 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 but we'll, we'll go the extra mile and, and look. And thank goodness they did. Yeah. When you said that they did another test and they found that it was 98% blocked, what was that other test? You know, I am not a medical person, so I'm yeah. like going to come up short with all the proper terminology here, but um, they go up with a catheter and they check yeah. to see if the arteries are blocked. So I'm not sure what that procedure is called, where they actually yeah. insert in, insert a camera and go up into the heart to see. But wow. based on based on everything that he presented with in the ER, they were like, no, you're fine. You're fine. I was like, no, I, I just knew. I just knew he wasn't fine. So I'm just glad I was able to stick with that and persisted. And, and again, we had the support of, of a friend, but also the intervention of, we could have just gone to the local hospital, but we chose to go where, you know, we knew we would have support. So everything works out for the way it's supposed to, I think. It's incredible. Well, and you know, when we do these angel stories, I never know like exactly what the angel message is when we're starting out, but the angels just bring things in along the way. And they're asking uh, me to share a story that I don't think I've ever talked about on the podcast. Um, but all the stories today, the angels are saying really speaks to uh, really advocating for yourself and your own health uh, within the medical community. I love doctors. I love nurses so incredibly much. They're amazing. But, uh, you know, it's easy to just kind of go through a checklist sometimes with which I think insurance really pushes and and for something that you're really, truly feeling within yourself to be missed. And so I have um, I think it's like poly something where ovarian cysts where I just, and I have endometriosis. So I have a lot of just cysts that grow constantly. And I didn't know about this when I was younger. So one of the very first years out of college, I got this pain in my stomach that I, I have never had before. And I've never had since where it is just excruciating you could be talking to somebody or pouring yourself a glass of water and you are just doubled over in the most excruciating pain. And so I went to like one gynecologist after another and different doctors to figure it out. And, and nobody could tell me what, what was happening. So it, it kept happening. And I, I kept going into different doctors, um, trying to get some answers. And I finally went in and this guy's like, let's do an internal ultrasound. And so we did that internal ultrasound and he's like, this is the problem. You have a cyst within inside your ovary. Thanks. And it's about the size of a golf ball. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I guess when a cyst is inside the ovary, they call it a tumor. And so he's like, we're just going to leave it. I'm going to have you come back in and like on Monday or Tuesday. Well, this was like Friday afternoon, Saturday night. I am in the worst pain of my life. Having had a baby, I can say that it was worse <laughs> this pain than actually having my child. And I, 
I didn't know like to call 911. So I just kind of like grit and bared it. And in the morning called a friend to take me over to the hospital. And within the matter of like 24 hours, it had blown up from the size of a golf ball to the size of a grapefruit. So that was the the pain that I was experiencing. And he was able to go in, uh, I think they call it like laposcopy and um, take out the cyst through the, the ovary, but save the ovary. But it really taught me to advocate for myself and having a a dad who passed away at 59 from that heart attack on a hike, you know, in the middle of Colorado mountain, you know, that what you're feeling within your body, you know, what you've always felt and you know, when something's off and if you're not getting the answers that you're looking for, it's okay to continue advocating for yourself. It's okay to push for yourself. It's okay to push for your loved ones. Sometimes uh, your angels are saying right now, Joanne, if you wouldn't have pushed for your husband, he would have gone home. Like his family on the other side is saying they had to bring that message through to you because he wouldn't have gotten the signs. And if he had just gotten into the ER and they said, you're good, he would have gone home. I know. Yeah. So it's a good message. It is because I've yeah. heard you say that before and, and it, you can't just, you can't just pray it or wish for it. You have to take action too. You have to live in this world and, and take signs from the other world. And it's, that's such a, a valid, you know, it's a good lesson to share that yeah. you have to take action. Want to hear your spirit team clearly? With 12 brand new courses, my 2024 Archangel Membership will cumulatively teach you how to go beyond seeing signs to deciphering spirits' messages for you and open you to abundance in every area of your life. Become an annual paying Archangel member, and I'm giving you two live bonus courses with me and quarterly group mentorship meetings. Members are invited to live recordings of the podcast with some of our top guests. For tons of new perks and special annual discount, use code ANGEL2024. Space is limited. Enrollment is first come, first served. DM me at Angel Podcast with any questions, and you'll hear back personally from my associate, Yvonne, or I. The angels want to make 2024 your best year yet. Join today only on my website, theangelmedium.com backslash angel membership. Thank you so much for supporting this show. You're such a messenger too. You've got all of this Archangel Gabrielle energy around you. You've got a lot of Michael energy with you. They keep showing me this vision of you kind of getting a vision yourself of writing or writing things down or sharing stories in written form. Have you seen that before? No. And it's funny you say that because one of the things I really struggle with it, doing your coursework and everything is automatic writing. I really struggle with it. And I've been like asking, like, I guess this is the sign that I've just been like, like, why, why can't I just sit down and like, let it all out and write? And, and that's very interesting. You're saying that. Yeah. 
let me kind of do some work with you here. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So when you go to lunch with a friend or your partner or a, a child, who are you like most chatty with? Like you could go back and forth, you know, back and forth. You just could talk for hours on end. Children. I mean, I'm, I'm a granny to two little ones. And for the past five years, I've had Monday through Friday, full-time care of both of them. So I know my energy is with children. Yeah. Okay. When it comes to that, do things just flow into you sometime, sometimes to say? Yes. And even coaching, when I coach children, I coach boys and girls volleyball, you know, people say, how did you come up with that? And I go, it just came to me. I say that all the time. Okay. Now like let's deconstruct that saying. It just came to me. How did it just come to you? Because it did just come to you, but that is a process and a formula in and of itself. Like one plus one is two. So deconstruct that a little bit. How does it just come to you? I don't know. I actually, I, I have been been thinking more and more just getting back to yoga this past year that I remember even when I was in the midst of my coaching, like some of my best like strategies and things I would do on the coaching court would come to me on the yoga mat. I've actually left mm-hmm. yoga class to like go write it down and then go back into the class. And she's like, why did you leave class? I go, because I had this brilliant idea and I had to go write it down before I forgot it. <laughs> so perfect. That's amazing. So yoga is a channel for you. I believe a lot of times when we're stretching, we're opening up these different channels within our joints that um, like making just the energy flow more. So you have more clarity that can come through, through the physical body. I want you to start to pay attention on how that information is just coming in. Cause it seems to me like what you're saying is it's just a knowing that's there. And then it just kind of comes through you. Yes. I feel that. Okay. So I'm going to, go a little deeper into this because we've got a few minutes here. I want you to close your eyes. Okay. And I just want you within an instant to picture all of your loved ones surrounding you on the other side, all of your angels here with love. And they show you here on earth is one person who's maybe struggling or has got some more heavy energy. They're going through a lot. You don't have to tell me who it is, but just get a picture of that person in your mind. Okay. And I want you to ask your loved ones and angels on the other side, if I could bring through a message from you to that person, what would you want that person to know today? And what comes into you? What do you get? I get love, just love, unconditional love is that's what comes through. Perfect. What I want you to practice doing is just tuning into your angels and not having a pen with you, right? Just allowing yourself to tune into the energy within your own mind and, and hear them. Um, 
or feel the energy or get that knowingness. And I want you to just tune into your angels and loved ones every day and say, what is one message that I can deliver? What's one positive, loving message that will bring more hope, more love into this world that I can deliver today? And that's what your angels say will kind of strengthen that within you. And I find that when I do this exercise with my students, they come back and they're like, Oh my goodness, I am starting to get it. I've got more confidence with this. I'm not making it up inside my head because when I deliver those messages, people are like, Oh my gosh, you couldn't have known that. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I do one of my one of my things mantras or things that I say every day is is help my help me let my light shine because I just believe there's there's work to be done and I just keep saying help me let my light shine. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, Joanne, thank you for being here. Thank You're you for welcome. being you. Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you so much. I love I love it. I love listening to everyone else's stories too. I love when you have your guests. I just think you really have a great podcast and it just inspires me on my walks. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Everybody who's listening right now, we would love to feature your angel story on the show. You can go over to theangelmedium.com and submit your angel story. Um, you can also use the contact form over there. Thank you so much. And we look forward to having you on the show. Friends, let's end today's episode with a prayer. Dear God, as we stand here at the threshold of a new year, we come to you humble in gratitude and hopeful in our hearts. We ask you to bless this world and every person in it with your endless love and abundance. We call upon your angels to extend their wings over every soul. May they touch every life, bringing healing where there is pain, strength where there is weakness, and infinite abundance in every area of every life. In this time of global reflection and anticipation, we pray earnestly for peace, peace within our own hearts, peace within our homes, peace across every land. Let hope rise and let love prevail, binding us in our shared humanity and interconnectedness. We ask for special care and protection for the children of our world. May they grow in a nurturing environment, shielded from harm and surrounded by care. Their laughter and their dreams are the seeds of a promising future. And we ask that each are blessed with every opportunity to thrive. God, guide us to be creators of our own harmonious world. Help us to become beacons of your energy and spread your love now and always. As we step into this next chapter of our lives, empower us to live in alignment with our soul. Find joy in each moment and embrace the beauty of life's journey. May we each walk in confidence and faith, knowing that with your divine guidance, anything is possible. May our hearts overflow with gratitude and our minds be filled with positive, loving thoughts. In this spirit of optimism and renewal, we step boldly into our future, ready to create, 
love, and thrive. In this we pray, amen. Friends, if you'd like to support this podcast, book a session with me or join my Angel Reiki School, where I'll help you develop all of your unique spiritual gifts and use them to serve. Visit theangelmedium.com or use the link in the show notes to book a discovery call with me personally. Thank you for being here. I love you.